Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, uh, today is Sunday and I am very happy because uh, today is actually my first technically day off that I've had in a long time. Uh, let me tell you, it was much needed. I slept in late and tried to, t- tried to just soak it up as much as I could. Um, but I still ended up getting out of bed probably about like 9.30. And um, yeah, I got some stuff done that I've been neglecting around the home, obviously. Um, you know, when you're working, you're away from home, you know, uh, you need to catch up on some things around the house. So I was able to do that. Uh, and then I kind of honestly got bored. <laughs> and so I ended up working... Um, tw- um, doing some work on my solar system um, just kind of I haven't been out there in a while in my power shed where I have all my uh, inverters charge controllers Tesla batteries and all the good stuff that powers my home and uh, it was nice to be able to go, you know go out there and just evaluate things see how things are doing and um, I'm happy to say everything is working awesome um, but I did do something a little different today so um Because here's the thing, guys. Normally, my um, Tesla batteries that power my home are normally fully charged by 9.30 in the morning. Yeah, very quick. That pretty much means the rest of the day, the system is just basically just maintaining the top end of the battery. So, like, when I have my refrigerator running, I have a bunch of stuff plugged in and, you know, charging or whatever inside of the home. That's pulling from the, the battery bank, the Tesla batteries. Um, And so what happens is after 9.30 in the morning, um, the batteries get fully charged and basically my charge controllers taper off the power completely and in most cases just stop the power from coming in because I don't need any more power. They're fully charged unless, um, you know, the refrigerator is pulling some power or whatever is pulling a little bit of power. The charge controller will kick on and go ahead and just supplement just that amount of much that that amount of power. So here's an example. Let's say at 9:30 in the morning, my batteries are fully charged. Inverters kick off. I mean, sorry, charge controllers taper down and they pretty much go into a standby mode because my system is fully charged. But then let's say that there's the refrigerator that turns on or whatever else turns on in the house um, from time to time, which maybe let's say it's 200 watts maybe 300 watts or whatever it is, um, then the charge controller will realize there's a difference in the battery now because we're pulling a little power out and it'll go ahead and automatically kick on and supplement that 300 watts or whatever I'm using um, just to maintain it. So basically it's I'm pulling the, the power off the charge controller at that point because it, it's just maintaining the fully um, full battery state, which is pretty nice, right? But... That means pretty much from 9.30 until the sun goes down, um, I have a ton of solar and wind power that is just kind of sitting around, right? I mean, I could use it on demand, you know, no problem, but most of the time it's just sitting around doing a whole lot of nothing, right? Uh, So today, since I had a day off, I wanted to kind of play with my system a little bit. And today I wanted to do um, something a little interesting, at least for me, was... My solar hot water heating system I have. I have so many ways of heating hot water for, you know, hot showers and doing dishes or whatever it may be. Lots of hot water. Um, The solar hot water heating system that works day in and day out flawlessly is um, the workhorse. 
I would say 95 to 99, no, I'll say 95 to, yeah, 99% of the time, um, it is just doing its job. I always have hot water, no problem. And then I do have the redundancy system that's tied into that system, which uh, let's say that it was bad weather for like two weeks or something, and there wasn't enough solar hot water heating to go in from the water um, flowing through the solar hot water heating panels I have outside, um, then I have more options. I could turn on the breaker panel to now pull power directly from my battery bank uh, and basically turn on my hot water heater, which would be AC, not DC, and do it that way. Or I could uh, flip a valve and use my on-demand propane hot water heater, which is also plumbed in line. And I do also have a biogas on-demand um, heater, um, water heater that's plumbed in line as well. So I have all these ways that I could easily get hot water if for some reason the workhorse is slacking or there's just not enough sun, you know. But like I said, 95 to 90, 99% of the time, it is just banging away, making good hot water, no problems. But today I wanted to try something else. So I have, I've done this in the past in a sense but I wanted to try to integrate it with everything else that I have instead of it just being a standalone um, system. And what I'm referring to is dumping the extra load or dumping all the extra power directly into the hot water heater, right? Because my system is basically fully charged at 930 in the morning and I have so much extra power that I could easily do something with, right? So um, what I decided to do was wire it up in such a way that would allow me to still utilize everything that I just explained, regular hot water, if I wanted to turn the breaker on, um, solar hot water heating, propane and biogas all tied in together, but with also the addition of the um, extra power coming from my system during the day to go directly into the hot water um, to heat up. And all I did was run a uh, cat five or cat six wire I already pre-ran it. It was already there. So I didn't have to do any extra work there because like I said, I did do this before, but not integrate it in the way that I'm integrating it today. And so um, my wires are there. It connects to the relay um, output on the charge controllers. So I have a midnight solar charge controller and I have an outback um, charge controller. And both of them have the option for a dump load feature which you would wire to the relay. Essentially, it's basically just turning turning on and off like a 12-volt signal. That is going down the wire to a solid-state relay that I have basically mounted right next to my um, gray box, which is for the electric side of things for my hot water heater. So I have a breaker panel, then I have the little gray box that has a timer on it um, with the on and off switch if I want to turn the hot water heater on like any other home. Um, so I have my solid state relay that's it's mounted right next to that box. So I came up with an idea of wiring it in such a way that I was I'm able to now utilize all that extra power during the day to heat my hot water instead of it just kind of sitting idle. Um, and it worked out great today. So it was actually working in conjunction with my solar hot water heating system, right? So that was actually pretty nice to watch them work together. So the solar hot water heating panels I have uh, mounted outside, uh, that's water rolling through the panels. Basically, it's in a closed loop system. 
and it takes the hot water from the solar hot water heating panels and throws it into the tank, the hot water heating tank. The hot water heating tank is basically just a massive storage of hot water, right? That's what it's doing. Um, and then I also now have the dump load connected and energizing the heater elements throughout the day. And um, yeah, it works awesome. And so this afternoon, because you can set the voltage that you want it to turn on at, the dump load, you can also set the, the low voltage that you want it to cut off at. And then you can also set uh, like a delay of how long it takes before it turns on. You can also set a um, timer as far as how long. Well, okay, here's an example. Let's say that I'm dumping extra power in the form of electricity into my hot water heating elements to heat hot, hot water like I did today. Now, let's say um, like this afternoon. Here's a good example. This afternoon when the sun was pretty much going down, um, it was dumping power, all, you know, all that extra power all day long. All day long, no problem. But at some point, the sun gets to a point where there's not enough power or sun going onto the solar panels anymore. And basically, the low voltage that you set on the dump load, once it hits that, you can set a timer of how long it'll stay at that voltage or lower before it basically shuts off the dump load feature, um, which would in turn turn off my solid state relay, which would then in turn basically stop the power or energy going into my hot water heating tank. And I have mine set for about um, five minutes. So um, today was a good example. Uh, this afternoon I was watching the system. I wanted to see it perform like it's supposed to, and it did. It did an awesome job. All day today it was maintaining, doing its thing, doing its thing, and just doing its thing, like awesome. And then this afternoon when the sun was starting to go down, um, I was waiting for it to kind of do its thing. Uh, it was still putting power into the hot water heater. And then when finally there's not enough um, solar coming in, because here's the thing, we're always, we're always maintaining a fully, a full battery state. So my Tesla batteries at no point today were drained down um, through the whole day. They were fully charged, even up to the very end to where the sun went down and the dump load turned itself off, right? Because once the sun goes down, you know, to a certain degree, there's not enough power coming in to now dump the load. So now it's just going to say, okay, we're not dumping any, any more energy. We're just going to go ahead and just, you know, run the system in its normal form. Um, that way, you know, the batteries are still maintaining a full, ch fully charged state. And it worked awesome. Um, right now it is currently, uh, what is it? 10, uh, about 1030 at night, Sunday. And I'm looking at my um, display in my home and I have a fully charged battery still yet, right? So the system is working awesome. And today was a really good test to integrate that solid state relay into the wiring of my little gray box that is, you know, wired AC. So yeah, that was a nice experiment today. And let me tell you, hot water, I got tons of it. <laughs> oh man there's like 200 gallons of water in that i have a big water um, hot water heater and there's roughly about 200 gallons of water in there and let me tell you all of it from top to bottom is hot <laughs> like really hot like 160 degree hot <laughs> oh man so yeah absolutely works and 
here's the thing. I could leave the system as it was before. It works perfectly fine. Um, or I could use the power up, you know, and throw it into the hot water heater. Because there is some instances, like I don't think some people understand this with a hot water heater. There's two parts to a hot water heater. Yes, it's a tank that holds water. But there's an upper and lower part of that tank that has an upper heater element and a lower heater element, right? And so normally in a normal um, normal home, let's say, your hot water heater is on. It turns on the upper and the lower elements um, and keeps that all the water at a certain temperature, whatever you set it for. And then you're taking showers, you're using hot water. The hot water comes off the top of the tank, right? And then that top heater element will turn on right away because they realize that that's the on demand. You need more hot water. And then the cold water gets pushed to the bottom of the tank. So now that means the water in the bottom of the tank is not as hot anymore. It's essentially cooling off because you're putting, you know, tap water, ambient tap water, tap water back into the tank. So now it's starting to cool it off, right? So normally, I'll give you an example on my solar hot water heating system, on a normal operation, on a normal day, um, I would say about three quarters of that tank is completely hot, you know, throughout the day and me taking a shower at night and all that. But there is still a quarter of the tank on the bottom that is not exactly the same temperature as the top of the tank, right? So there is some instances where I have, like, say, some really bad weather for, let's say, I don't know, a week or two weeks really bad weather where the solar hot water heating panels outside are having a little bit harder time keeping up because of the really bad cloudy weather. And then what happens is instead of the tank being three quarter hot, it becomes half tank hot. And then now it's only a very little amount that's hot, right? So um, that, that is an instance that does happen from time to time when we have really bad weather. But even on the very bad, really bad weather days, my solar system is still fully charged early in the morning. And it's basically sitting idle through the rest of the day. So now I'm basically hitting two birds with one stone. I am now not only able to heat the whole total volume of the water in the tank, right? But also maintain that through the day and just have a lot, a higher temperature of water in there. You know, because when you turn your faucet on, you don't have to... You can turn it on and have the full hot water, but it's scalding hot. Or you mix it with cold water, right? Or you use less hot water and um, a little bit more cold water to dilute it down to warm water when you take a shower. So that's what your mixing valve does in your shower, right? You either have two handles or you have the one handle. And essentially what it is is a mixing valve between hot and cold. So that way you're not just burning yourself, right? So um, yeah, the, the more of the story here is, is that Today was a good test to see it all integrate and all come together very nice and just work. And 100% of the volume in, in that tank is the exact temperature that the top of the tank is, which is 160 degrees. Okay, which is hot water. Let me tell you guys, hot. But I'm not getting burned because I have mixing valves like everyone else does at your faucet. Just like your kitchen sink, you have a hot and cold, right? So that's where you get to cool it down or find the temperature that you're looking for. So yeah, we're keeping the hottest temperature that we can in the tank as a storage. And then we're pulling a little bit off of it um, and mixing it with a little bit of cold water to um, get the temperature we need for whatever it is we're doing. Taking a shower, washing dishes, so forth. But yeah, 
Um, I was super excited to see that happen today. And yeah, I'm going to let it run for a while. And I might just leave it alone and just let it do its thing. Or who knows? I might change it back to how it was. But today was kind of a nice day to kind of just experiment a little bit. I've been really missing working and playing with my solar system, you know, all that, because it just runs really good. It has no problems running the way it was. But I've been kind of getting itchy on, you know, working on my system because I've just been so busy working, not so much time to do my things at my home. And so it was kind of nice to play around with my project today and just see it work and work very well. You know, but yeah, guys, there's multiple ways to, um, you know, use your system. Um, it's not just one, you know, one direction. You know, you can do so many different things. So many, you know, so definitely think outside the box, guys. You don't have to heat hot water. You could use the energy for something else. Um, you could use the energy to run an AC unit to cool your home down. Um, you could also run, use it to um, power a heater to heat your home. Right. Um, so, I mean, there's other things that you could do. But, you know, I'm just trying to give you guys some ideas to think outside the box and experiment, especially if you guys are in a situation where you have a lot more power than you than you need or you use. Like in my instance, um, you know, then you you have more flexibility because you can experiment. You can do more things with all that extra power. Right. Um, yeah. Just an idea, guys. So um, if you guys are unfamiliar with the diversion or dump load feature of your charge controllers, I highly suggest that you do some research on them, educate yourself on them and how to use them properly. Uh, and then that way you can experiment. You can do some different things. I'll give you guys an example. What I used to do a while back when I had my other biogas digester right outside, I have a heater element in that biogas digester that was running off the dump load from one of the charge controllers. Because I have so much extra power, I was able to use that heater element to basically heat the biodigester which in turn keeps my biodigester hotter or warmer, which in, in turn creates more biogas for me to use. So that was another way that I've done that. And um, it worked awesome. I mean, really, really, really warm biodigester, let me tell you. <laughs> Essentially, it's doing what, like what my hot water heating tank was, is doing today, just heating it up. But I mean, in a biodigester um, setting, um, a warmer biodigester for biogas um, is a better situation because the microorganisms can thrive. They will break down and eat more of the food waste that you have in there and in return produce more biogas, which means you have more gas available to you to use at will for cooking, heating hot water, whatever you want to do with that gas, run generators, whatever. So that was something that I, I've done in the past. And, um, yeah, just one, another way of thinking outside the box to use the energy that is normally would be tapered off or your charge controllers would be kind of be sitting idle per se. But keep in mind, you can only normally do this if you have the extra power available, right? Um, so think about it in those terms. And then also at night, because of the way I have it hooked up now and how I programmed it, that if the winds pick up and it goes over my fully charged state, voltage uh, it automatically engage the dump load and dump all that extra power right back into my hot water heater again you know or i could dump it into a biogas digester through a hot water heating element or you know whatever it is i could run it through a heater to heat my home or whatever you know there's many options so anyway guys thanks for tuning in so i want to kind of um, give you guys an idea how my day was today my day off it was kind of refreshing it really was a refreshing day to just just get my mind off of work and everything else and kind of just play around my system a little bit, you know, 
just have some fun, right? Have some fun. So anyway, guys, think outside the box. And I'll see you guys on the next one.